Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi, and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. (laughs) Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Interstate Heating. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All aboard! Ha, 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 ha. You're on the crazy train with time. M- M- Mark. Dan? Dan. John. <laughs> and... Uh, Leonardo da Vinci yeah. behind the boards. Greg over Greg. there, yeah. And I'm John Lehman just hanging around. Yeah, you are. We're sitting around at least. Yeah. Yeah, we come every uh, Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. Glad you, uh, if, for those of you listening, I'm glad you're up listening to us. A lot of you I know are driving down the road somewhere. Um, It is... Uh, Beautiful weekend. You know, a little chilly this morning, but, uh, you know, all next week, too, is supposed to be, like, in the mid-50s. Oh. Supposed to be a beautiful week. Hey, did you guys hear about this? And then I'm going to ask you guys a question. Down in Texas, a 19-year-old admitted to killing two rare birds. A federal judge in Texas handed down more, 2000, five, no, $25,850 that this guy had to pay in restitution because he killed two endangered whooping cranes. Not only does he have to pay over twenty-five grand, he has got to do 200 hours of community service. Uh, he is uh, on probation for five years. He had to turn over all his firearms and prohibited from hunting for five years in all states. I guess there's only about 450 whooping cranes in existence, and he killed two of them. You want to know my response to that? <laughs> I don't know if I. It's a little scary, Daddy. Whoop de doo, whoop de doo, whoop de doo. What? What? No. What's the difference between a, a whooping crane and a, a regular sandhill crane? About I mean, twenty-three thousand dollars in four <laughs> years. Where I'd say. I guess. You know, I think it's heavy-handed. Yeah. Yeah. When you look at it, if you look at it and compare it to, you hear all these other crimes that go on. Oh where yeah, people yeah, get yeah, violently yeah, beat up, yeah, or yeah. you know all these terrible things. That Hijack people, a car, yeah, beat the crap out it, of somebody, yeah. and and though it's a slap on the wrist, and somebody shot a, a crane, which they shouldn't have done, but holy, we're gonna throw the goddamn book at them. Mm-hmm. There's something wrong with the. Uh, it's a little, yeah. I see what you're saying. It's, 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 it's skewed. It's skewed. It doesn't yes. make sense to me. Um, 
Now, you know, over in, I think it's South or South Dakota, uh, Sandhill cranes are legal to shoot. And uh, the people over there say that, yeah, they're great eating. They're wonderful. I mean, we got a lot of dark meat. Yeah, we got a lot of cranes here in Wisconsin, but they haven't opened up the sea. Why 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 are they protected here, but not over there? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) I guess they're mean, too, if you, uh, they're not like a, not like a goose or other, they'll, they'll sit there and Turn on you, I guess. You got to be careful when you whack, you know. Me. Yeah, you got them in the head with a crowbar. Don't just, you know, come up, let them poke you in the eye with their beak. <laughs> you you got to have a stick. You got to hold the mouth to keep them away. We were, we were Gary, you're turtle whooping. trapping. And one of the doggone Sandhill cranes took the bait. Oh, yeah. Bet he wasn't happy. No. <laughs> Nor was the guy who had to go out there and take, take, take the. Listen, uh, the bait away from him. Yeah, I would just. I hate to say it, but I, I don't know. Maybe I just cut. So the better line. not say it. I just cut the line. <laughs> oh, oh, the oh I thought you were going to say something. <laughs> or shoot him. <laughs> you know the old Crossman Optimus, one seventy-seven, twelve hundred feet per second with the whack him in the head. Yeah. I ju- I just get close enough and wait for it to charge, then I could claim self-defense. There you go. Hey, he was coming after me. He was me. coming after me. I thought it was rabid. rabid. Coming right at me. It that, was that, that, s- foaming at the mouth. That reminds me of that South Park show where they were uh, uh, the bunny rabbit. The guy says, go ahead, shoot him. He says, but he's not attacking me. He says, yeah, yeah, he is. He's looking right at you. He's got the intent. Shoot him, shoot him. He's giving you the eye. <laughs> he's giving you the eye. You better shoot him before he attacks. It's you're you're protecting yourself. It was goofy. It was a goofy show, but anyway. So yeah, you better if there. I don't know if there's any whooping cranes in Wisconsin, but if there are, you better not shoot one. <laughs> you better not. Well, and you better not shoot a regular crane. They'll get you for that too here in this in the, in Wisconsin. I'm sure it wouldn't be twenty five. No, no, it wouldn't be that much. In five years and five hunting states, five no, states. No. Uh, Okay, uh, $25,850 in fines, 200 hours of community service, took away all his, oh, five years probation, and took away all his firearms and prohibited from hunting in all the states, in all of America. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was pretty heavy. Pretty heavy. Or how about this sad story? Speaking of shooting stuff, guy in, uh, oh, Oregon. Guy in Oregon... (laughs) Gets lucky, and he shoots an elk. He's happy camper, right? He's got himself a nice bull elk, big rack. Right. So he guts it out, goes, gets his ATV, brings it out, and he and he's you know hooks it up, hooks the horns up or whatever. He's gonna drag the eight, drag the elk because he can't, of course, drag it himself. They're pretty big animals, right? So he's going up a little hill, and his ATV kind of does a little backflip. Front tires come up. Kind of goes up in the air. He falls off the ATV right on top of the antlers. I mean, pokes him really good. The guy, uh, well, the 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 what do you call it? Had to come and uh, uh, people had to stop the bleeding and whatever. He was impaled on these antlers. Uh. He was impaled. <laughs> so, but I guess he lived. I guess he lived. He's never going to ask the question again. I don't know if he's ever going to take that ATV up a hill dragging an elk again, or maybe he'll wear a seatbelt. You know, they ought to put a little sticker on the side of the ATVs. <laughs> Being in our oversafe society, anyway, where they yeah. got signs about everything, they could put a sign: 
do not drag elk up steep inclines. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Better yet, they could. They wouldn't even need the uh, words. They could have like the image, right? Yeah, the image. They could a, have what image a with a little lash yeah, going, going through it. Don't try it. this. Yeah, don't do this. Kind of like it says on my lawnmower. Don't. Uh, it, you're not supposed to hold it up and trim your bushes with it. Is that what it shows you? Yeah, don't trim your bushes with your lawnmower. Whoever would have. <laughs> whoever would have. Who tried that? Whoever would have lifted a, uh, I don't know, lawnmower up like that, and yeah, they should not put a sign on a lawnmower for that because that's it's just, just going to give them the idea. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's just stupid. Survival of the fittest at its finest. Yeah, oh, let yeah, that yeah. person die. Yeah, if you're that dumb to do that, well, yeah, let them die. John, what Darwin do you want? theory. What do you, you always say right, about it's... stupid people? No, they, what, what does John always well, say? Oh, no, no, you can't no. fix stupid and crack don't smoke itself. Yeah. <laughs> well, then my buddy Dan Johnson at one time came to a theory that his new attitude was he's just going to encourage stupid people to be stupider. Uh, instead of like you're always correcting them, he likes it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you sure? <laughs> yep. You mm-hmm, you bet. You should uh, do that. Yeah. yeah. You do that. Encourage stupid people <laughs> to be stupid. <laughs> Uh, I don't think they need much encouragement. You know, speaking, yeah, well, okay, this has got nothing to do with stupid people. Yeah, you've seen the movie Fargo, right? Yeah. It's a classic. It's a classic. It's I awesome. think I'm going to watch that yeah. again. Someday. And you know how they talk in there, right? The people in the upper uh, Minnesota area. Yeah, there, hey, oh, yeah. Last year at Sherpers, a lady came in looking for, I don't know, some kind of gloves or something. Mm-hmm. And she talked exactly like that. She was a blonde lady, and uh, she was Is she saying, hot. Oh, I just average, <laughs> just okay. average. Right. But Continue. she's going, oh yeah, oh yeah, those are the ones I was looking for, dear. Hey, oh yeah, just like in that movie. I yeah. inside I'm laughing, <laughs> but I can't laugh outside. She was talking just like in that movie. It was well, hilarious. the UP can kind of be like. Oh that, yeah, too. the UP's like that. Oh, you betcha. You know, There's another one they would say, you betcha. You know, they, I've, been, I've been up in the UP, and yeah. the people, I met some strange people up there, I'll say. I, uh, I, I, I was talking to one family group, and there was like a 10-second delay between what you said and their response, you know, and mm-hmm. it just, uh, boy, you know, you didn't really seem like you had the... Sharpest tools in the shed, I'll tell you. <laughs> it's it's, it's like that other movie, Escanaba in the Moonlight, was, uh, when they were wild deer hunting, and it was all the yeah, there, hey, oh, yeah, the dirty pointer. <laughs> Escanaba I, in the Moonlight. I wasn't the big fan of Escanaba in the Moonlight. I like the first half of the movie. It's kind of stupid. The it's late, like they ran out of stuff yeah, to come up with. Yeah, in the second they half. They needed me to write the second yeah. half. The second half was done with the aliens and all that stuff. Yeah, the first it, half was right. hilarious. They ran out of stuff yeah. to come up with. Yeah, the first half is hilarious when they're in deer. I could have helped them that. write yeah. that movie. <laughs> you I could have come up with yeah. all the stories and then you incorporate those into mm-hmm. the plot. Mm-hmm. Anybody hears me out there in movie land? Just give me a call. <laughs> I'll help you with your script. I'm fertile with ideas. Oh goodness me. Well, anyway, I I think the lakes uh, I think the lakes have turned over by now. 
You got a river report? You drive over no, any bridges lately, no, Tom? No, no, You haven't heard that for, God, almost two no, years No, but now. you know what? I got some emails. They're requesting bridge reports. Yeah, right. <laughs> people, <laughs> people miss your bridge hey, report. Speaking of uh, uh, emails, a- any of our listeners, if you want, you can email us at ceoguys at yahoo.com. Or you can call us live at 414-799-1250. Got any questions or comments? Uh, we're always here to entertain them. And inform. Yeah. Right, that too. Yeah, yeah, well, we'll try to inform best we can, right? Yeah, and give us a call uh, if you have a hunting, fishing mm-hmm. report. Guys should be out. I mean, I put my boat away because mm-hmm. I don't care anymore. But <laughs> when I used to stay out and fish till the break through the ice... You know, one time I actually got blisters on my hand because I was up smashing ice up on View Desire trying to launch At the a, launch? a 14-foot yeah. aluminum boat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, anyway, um, I'm sure there's guys out catching muskies. Got to be probably. Oh, yeah. Got to be going well, great. You know, uh, last, let's see now, the last week, before, uh, actually it was about a week and a half ago, we had a, a little warm spell there, and, and the muskie... Uh, Catching on Pewaukee Lake went down dramatically, uh, and then as soon it, you know, as soon as it cools off again, it'll pick back up again, which it is now cooled off, so it'll pick up again now. But it there was a little downturn, yeah, little downturn in the little well. That's the thing that people catch. don't realize. Uh, whenever, like, if I have a gift certificate that I give for a charity, people will always call and they'll be like, "Whoa, you know, well, fall's best. Oh, go, let's go in fall." Listen, dude, I'm, I'm putting the boat away. I'm bow hunting now, okay? <laughs> yeah. I catch more muskies in summer, okay? You want to go out and troll and catch five? Let's go troll and catch five, you know? And they're shocked when you tell them yeah, that, you know, yeah. you can you can get out well, there and get them. But, you know, fall sucker fishing is a blast. It is. It's a lot of fun. It is. And, and you know, Just there's... Just having them chase them yeah, and stuff. There's a lot of other good fall fishing for other species of fish. And people fall, don't talk about that too well, much. They don't Why talk about that? it too much because a, a lot of people, you know, will put their boats away. It starts getting cooler. But, you know, I'll tell you, the hard thing, I think it's because... Let's say like with bass, walleye fishing in the fall on the rivers is great, okay? Okay. And it's good on the inland lakes, just like with bass fishing, but it's harder to find those fish, all right? You've got to really look for them. When you find them, you'll find a bunch of them, but it takes time to find them, and a lot of people just don't have that patience to look for them and trying different things, you know? that That's just one of the problems. I mean, I, I remember some falls of catching some dandy bass and pike on 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 big crankbaits you know well not big crankbaits but deep crankbaits deep diving crankbaits yeah. yeah and uh working deep but, but we'd have to work a lot of areas before we finally found them and and some people just give up after a while you know cuz you know that's just the nature of the beast well know? tom i think a lot of people are hunting this time of year yeah, they so are. when we come back from break i got some hunting stories sounds sounds like a plan <laughs> sounds like a plan <laughs> Hey, John. Yeah. Who are they listening to? They're listening to Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors on, on 12. Oh. oh, yeah, go ahead. On 1250? On 1250 or 1057, the fan. All right, we'll be right back, folks.
Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooters Supply Cutting Edge out the zo- Outdoors. Coming live from the Interstate Heating Studios. And we'd just like to take this moment to wish all of those wonderful celebrities who are now moving to Canada. God bless, <laughs> Godspeed, and good luck up there. That's what they said when Bush won, and they never left. Well, this time... <laughs> There's no money This time here. they're actually going, left. let's see, we got uh, Katy Perry, yeah. I think Madonna. Yeah. Well, she moved to Great the Britain. The one fat comedian, uh, let's see, Samuel Jackson. Oh, yeah, they're going to have a hoot up there. Uh, Justin Bieber, he, they, we shouldn't have let him come down to begin with. He could have stayed up there. Yep. Our law... <laughs> their, lo- their loss is our gain, I say. I, Matter of fact, I'd like to start a little fun to help chip in and help Leonardo DiCaprio and the rest of them be able to afford their expensive trip up there. Yeah. Donate now. <laughs> hey, Bushy and John. Yeah. You guys have heard about the... Your glasses 30, are broken. No, the 30... I, and I'm saying this, 30-point buck. You've heard of the 30-point buck, right? No, never heard of that song. Everybody ever. wants to catch that 30-point buck. Well, how about in Gatlin, Tennessee, a guy shoots... Are you ready for this, folks? A 47-point buck. Definitely the state's, uh, their state's record and possibly a world record, about an inch more than the world record. We'll see once that rack dries out. 47 points. is that, That's what you, you got to what, Danny, that's what you're shooting for now when you I, go I, out in the woods. No, I really don't like the non-typical racks. <laughs> uh, neither do I. I don't like non-typical. I mean, They're, 47. That that rack yeah. looks so goofy. You know, we're 47 with 23 on one side and 24 symmetrical. That, oh. Then you'd have something. Then you'd really have You'd something. have an elk. Do you you wouldn't want to yeah. pull that up a hill with your ATV. No way. I, I've been watching deer brought in and pictures of deer brought in at Smokies for 31 years. Mm-hmm. And up until the last 10 years did I start seeing atypical racks. And now is it something that was put in a fertilizer? Is there something that, well, there's a lot of things that they find out that once they do something. So you're saying that there's, uh, you're you're seeing more non-typical racks now? Yeah. That there's something biologically affecting these animals. Kind of like when we had the three-legged leopard frogs years ago. Remember that, Tom? There was, they they, they were having a bunch of genetic defect uh, leopard frogs. Leopard frogs. It was, you know, linked to somebody, you know, mm-hmm. probably using the wrong. Or how whatever. about that three-eyed fish on The Simpsons by the nuclear power plant? That too. <laughs> that too. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, as no, far I as non-typical, I don't. I don't think there's a any more prevalence of non-typical. Mm-hmm. What there is more of a prevalence is the uh, chronic wasting disease, Tom. And I was going to bring this up. Uh, you bring up. Uh, thanks for bringing that up, John. Um, we were. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What a segue. I'm serious. Um, we uh, heard from, maybe it was Al Shook or somebody, we heard that the uh, DNR and they're, they're going to get a whole bunch of experts together now and have another great big symposium on chronic wasting disease now. Mm-hmm. Now that, you know, it's utterly, all previous policies have utterly failed. Mm-hmm. All they're doing is monitoring, which is like monitoring cancer. 
you know, okay, we'll just sit back and monitor it. Uh, even the, the even the uh, state where uh, no county where I hunt Monroe County, it's it. There's four four counties I believe that surround it. Three of the four all have chronic wasting, right? Mm-hmm. So I shot a buck last year, and I was asking the DNR guy in charge of that up in that area about should I get it t- tested, and he goes. Now nah, we're not worried about uh, chronic wasting uh, for Monroe County. You can get it tested if you want, but we're really not worried. I'm thinking, now wait a second. Is there <laughs> something by whatever Highway 27 or what it is where the deer with chronic wasting disease, there's a sign that says do not cross over into yeah. this county? Yeah. You know, if it's surrounding all the other sides. It's a good chance it's there. Not, if they're not testing, if if how are they coming up with the new counties every year that it's now newly discovered in if they're not testing in those counties right, for it? Right. It's probably only because people are insisting that they want to get their deer tested and because and then incidentally it's found in that county right, and now we right. got another county with it. What if they concentrated on testing in all counties? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they are testing no, in I all see, counties. No, I see exactly but, but what it, you're saying. It seems yeah. like uh you know, we're finding more. It's like we don't want to find out how many counties it in. We're just going to test in the ones where it's been found. Yeah. I don't know. And it's like those deer don't travel. Yeah, that, that's what I deer said. Don't, deer don't know county like lines. They, that's what I mean. They, they, <laughs> I'm not going to count this. Can't cross this road. Chronic <laughs> wasting free. Can't count this Well, road. here's what's going to happen. Here's my prediction. They're going to spend uh, money like crazy, have all these experts come in. Uh, a, they will eliminate baiting statewide, which they probably should have done a long time ago. Now, I know some people are just vehement either way, but I don't really give a rat's you-know-what either way about it. But they probably are going to eliminate that. Um, what else will they do that I'm trying to think? There will be a couple basic things, and that's all they'll do about it. Yeah, they're, they're, They really won't. Uh, they re- I don't think much will come out of it. Maybe they'll liberalize... Uh, Open up seasons a little longer. Well, you know, it's funny. They, they, they're they trying to get rid of it, or they're trying to rid the state of chronic wasting disease, but it's been proven that other states have had it for like 30 years or more. They can't get rid of it. They've tried, you know, well, and they just can't get rid of it well, totally. See, but, but that's, but see, that's kind of the... I don't know. But see, that's what's causing it to spread, Tom, is because Illinois, unlike Wisconsin took an aggressive attitude towards it where they did use sharpshooters yeah. and they did go in and they've virtually got, do not have the problem from what I've heard, okay. last I heard in Northern Illinois that now we have in Southern Wisconsin, because it was about the same time that we all, it was discovered, mm-hmm. Wisconsin wanted to take an aggressive uh, attitude on it, but the landowners and hunters did not want to cooperate because they didn't want them killing off their deer Mm-hmm. And so finally the DNR kind of gave up. So maybe some people would blame the DNR and say, well, they were over aggressive. They pissed everybody off. So nobody wanted to cooperate, but yet, you know, so then they said, well, okay, we're going to just, you know, we want, you know, everybody to be happy with us. We'll just monitor it. And now it's surprise, surprise. It's spreading. Mm-hmm. The other thing that will come out of it is they will probably come up with some new legislation, you know, uh, strengthening laws about having the, the fences on the deer farms Oh yeah, you know because there's mm-hmm. all you always hear a story about one got out and mm-hmm. the chronic wasting. You always hear it. I mean, they got to come up with some stringent regulations where, you know, y- you lose one animal, your license is is rejected, or maybe they'll close all those farms down altogether. But it's a little little too late because you're closing the barn door after the, right. the horses got out. Exactly. 
Well, if anybody's got a comment on that, 799-1250 is the phone number. Well, here's the other thing, too. is The DNR does have testing stations, but it's not all that easy to get your animal tested because they're not everywhere. They've got the testing stations in the areas where chronic wasting's been found, but as I said before, not in the... They're really not worried about the counties where it hasn't been found. So you almost got to pack up and drive off to some county where they are testing yeah. and be there at the time. Like when I wanted to get one tested last year, I drove, oh, the DNR guy's not here today. He'll probably be back Thursday. You know, so it's not all that easy. Hunters are going to be kind of like, especially if it's warm, they oh. want to get their deer. Yeah. They want to get their deer cut up. And what are you supposed to do? Yeah. Save the head <clears throat> in the back of your trunk, you know? To take it in two weeks mm-hmm. later and get it tested. So even the process of getting it tested isn't necessarily easy. Well, when we come back after this break, uh, we got a couple of emails we got to mention. So we got a few emails out there. That's at ceoguys at yahoo.com. And coming up next will be the gut report. And then after the 645 break, we will be playing Hornschwaggle, brought to you by Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in McGuanago. Win a $10 gift certificate by just answering two out of three questions correctly. And with that, we will say adieu. We'll be right back in just a couple of minutes. I shouldn't adieu. say adieu. Adieu. Or a don't. Adieu. A deer. <laughs> a female deer. <laughs> Ray. Well, how was the rest of that one? Never, never mind. Let's, Let's go to up. break. Come here. I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly! The Gut Report is brought to you by V Marchese Produce and Discount Liquor. Well, this is going to seem kind of odd to you guys, this Gut Report, but it's something I always wanted to do but never took the time out to do it. And I did a little test. I uh, I had heard about fried, not frying eggs like you normally do in butter or a little bit of olive oil or whatever, but we, I had just got done frying some, I, I made some uh, homemade uh, crab rangoons, okay? And I had oil in the pan that was probably, uh, you know, half an inch to an inch high. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to try cracking an egg and just putting it in that oil. So I cracked the egg, put it in the oil, and then I took the the, the, the scooper that you would scoop the egg out with, whatever, and I was like, putting water, I mean, uh, the hot oil over the top of the egg. And it only took about a minute to cook the egg, and then I took it out, laid it on the plate. And the bottom was a little crispy, which I didn't mind at all. The top was nice and fluffy, and and the yolk was runny. So, you know what? I, I found another way to make eggs. I don't know if anybody's ever tried that, but, I mean, I don't think I would just put a bunch of oil in a pan to do that on purpose, but sometimes... I don't know. I just might if I've got to make a lot of them. But it was something different. It was something unique. It, it was something that maybe you might want to try yourself. But anyway, it's just me. You know, I like experimenting in the kitchen. Sometimes stuff works. Sometimes it doesn't. But this seemed to work for me. The Gut Report was brought to you by V Marchese Produce. When quality counts, you can count on V Marchese Produce. I'm counting on v, uh, on Sal Marchese to give me deer meat this year. <laughs> That's what I'm counting on them for. Anyway, insist on the best at V Marchese Produce. You can visit them at vmarchese.com. And by Discount Liquor, where you'll find the best price, selection, and service at 51st in Oklahoma in Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow in Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to discountliquorinc.com. Come here, I'm going to eat you. 
I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. Anyway, we are coming to you live from the Interstate Heating Studios, and we are presented by Interstate Heating out in Sussex. They also do cooling as well, but I think most people are kind of more in tune with the, you know, they're worried about the heating right now. Not so much the cooling. Call it, call it, call it a hunch, Tom. Yeah, yeah just, think, just a little hunch. I think you're right about that. <laughs> just a little bit. So anyway, uh, yeah. went out last week to go up, do a little bit of bow hunting, and yeah. try and set up this tripod stand that I bought. Oh my God! You know, you buy these stands. I was never good at putting stuff together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You, at Christmas, you'd get a big box, and yeah, you, you got to. Does not come assembled. Yeah. So anyway, I've been working for a couple days trying to put this giant tripod stand together. It's 16 feet. Mm-hmm. And I got a full enclosure. Uh, so I took it in parts up this huge ridge and put it on top of the ridge and tried putting it together. And uh, it's still not done. It's on top of that <laughs> ridge up there. And, uh, you know, I've got a herniated disc and uh, pulled a hammy, dragging the stuff up there. And I got to go back and work on it. But they didn't come with the bolts. I had to go and get more bolts. And the kit... Some of the support bars do not have holes drilled where they're supposed to get a bolt to get a support. So Did it have instructions? Well, it had instructions, but, but I, you didn't need I no, don't need read no stinking no instructions. instructions. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I've been I've been studying the instructions this week, by the way. Um and I still find that I didn't do anything wrong. They're missing the holes. Unless I go back, I I, I got to check it up. Maybe, <laughs> but the the, the bo- it just doesn't reach where it's supposed to reach and put put a bolt in. So I got to try and somehow rig it. And oh god, Uh-oh. I'll probably get killed up in that stand this year. It'll blow over in a windstorm. But you know, I was thinking because I was up. I broke all the rules too last week Saturday night. I climbed up into a stand that called. Rib breaker. Now it's called rib breaker because Ron fell out of the stand and broke a rib years ago. Oh, okay. Scott won't even use the stand because it hasn't been reinforced. And of course, I broke every safety rule there are, guys. Kyle, he's going to be sh- he's going to be very upset with me. Talked about people injuring themselves. I climbed up there, no safety harness. Mm. I'm up there, very precarious. And I thought, you know, I there's old guys, you know, not. Uh, then I'm an old guy, of course, Tom. Oh, you of course are, not. but not quite oh, no, me. Oh, no, uh, They get killed doing this. And then I thought to myself, I thought, it, for me personally, it, it wouldn't be a bad way to go. You know, if I were to, you know, just die doing what I like doing. Otherwise, I'll just be crazy in a nursing home drooling all by myself in 30 years and, and want to, should be dead. So I'm right. thinking not a bad way. But anyway, back to yeah. the hunting. Uh, my brother went to a stand on the other end of the woods, and uh, he had a monster buck come underneath, 12 points. Mm-hmm. Stood underneath him for 10 minutes. He could have spit on it. He didn't want to take a bad shot and shoot it in the back or in the, you know. Yeah. And and then it went dead away from him. He didn't want to take a Texas heart shot, and he didn't want to wound a buck like that. Uh, so Scott Olson went with the crossbow the next day, knew right where that buck was running. In fact, the farmer who cuts the corn... We said, hey, we saw a monster buck. And he goes, the 12-pointer? I said, yeah. He goes, oh, he just walks up to me when I'm cutting wood out here. He's the only one that just kind of ignores me and comes on out and just kind of looks at me. So Scott Olson sat, and the thing came by and hit an opening 60 yards away, which is doable with the crossbow. And he, he grunted trying to get it to stop. It didn't stop. And he, he himself didn't want to wound it either. So right, right. It's still, And then he saw it this week, Wednesday, out in the field chasing does now. 
So we know where it lives. It was right out in front of my ground blind. So you're going to be up there this weekend? I'm going up there this weekend, I mean, but yeah. but Scott's going to be the one hunting, and I'm going to be trying oh, to get my stand up across yeah, the road. But there's bucks that. are running, so should be good. Hey, we got a couple of emails. One from uh, Ralph, and all we can say, uh, Ralph, is yes, we agree with you, and uh, can't read it. And and then uh, Mark Sankey, one of the fine technicians at Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle, he he said uh, he wrote one that says got musky, and there's a picture of of a muskie under the water somewhere. I don't know. I I don't know. Is this a, like, you know, like the shirt that says got milk? It's which a got muskie. I, I mean, I don't know. It's just a picture of a muskie in the water, you know, underwater picture. Oh. I, I don't maybe know. Maybe by his pier or something. That, that Maybe that's it. Does he get some swimming around? Does he his... have an underwater GoPro or something? I'm sure he does. Yeah. Everybody has oh, those nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> maybe uh, Mark does. will call us and tell us what that is. What's up? I, I, we have a caller on the line, Mr. Bluegill. Oh, Troy Peterson. Mr. Bluegill. Hey. hey. What's up, Troy? See, oh, there we go. There what? we go. Got the button. Yeah, we got the button on now. Good morning. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. How are you guys? Hey, yeah. been a long time since yeah. we talked to you, man. What's up? How's, uh, how's Bushy doing? Bushy's doing good. Sitting here, uh, shooting the breeze, getting ready to go do some uh, bow hunting today. Awesome, awesome. Well, we're just uh, about ready to put the boat in the water here up in Green Bay. We're going to go chase some muskies around today. Yeah, you. Uh, yeah, I know you've been hitting it pretty hard lately. Uh, I put the boat away because I just figured it's time to go hunting. But, I mean, you'll be, how long are you going to be fishing? You're going to go right up until whatever, December, or what, close the season? You know, typically by now I'd like to be ice fishing. Um, but with Mother Nature's undecisive uh, weather patterns, who knows? Um, you know, we're just going to fish until um, either the water turns hard or uh, just get tired of it. But I don't know if that's really a possibility. No, not <laughs> not not for you, Troy. Now, are you doing just muskies now, or are you doing some walleye trips, too? Oh, no, we're doing some walleye stuff, too. Um, actually, my dad and I are going to head out this morning. Um, I haven't been uh, on the bay here for a couple of weeks uh, chasing muskies. We've been chasing walleyes lately. And you have uh, so, you been having success at that? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's been uh, it's been just a tremendous year for fishing. Um, and I don't do a whole lot of posting on on the musky stuff uh, like some of the other guys do. Um, the you know obviously the guys follow the Brett Alexanders and the Jollies and that kind of stuff up there. And uh, those guys, I mean, fishery is just incredible. Uh, a lot of big fish this year. Um, I wouldn't say as many numbers as what we had last year. Uh, but uh, definitely the fish that we are getting are, are monsters. Yeah, I uh, I had talked to Tim, and, and uh, he told me that, you know, that you'd done pretty well last year at it. Um, it let me ask you, but then reports I heard for this year were that you know, it was kind of spotty. It's kind of feast or famine, I guess. You can go for a day or a couple days and get nothing, and then all of a sudden you get a flurry. Is that true? It, that's exactly what it's been. Um, it, like last year... It seemed if you went and dropped lines in the water last year, you had a fish. I mean, it was almost a guaranteed thing. This year, um, not. I wouldn't say it, it, the fish came as easy. Um, we definitely had to work for them, um, and the fish weren't in their normal areas uh, like they were last year. And it seems like they were in tight pods. Uh, and once so, once you did find them, or once they did feed, um, you know, you, you, 
catch multiples. So uh, well, I guess it makes up for it. Well, that's interesting because uh, I did plan on getting up there for four days. I was going to fish a couple weeks ago. And then I wasn't able to, but I had spoken with Jerry Ruffalo in advance, and he's been up there hitting it. And that's exactly what he said. He said he's finding the fish in pods. He says, yep. and, and, and if you find an active pod, you can pick off some fish. Yep. Yep. And what we've been doing, and I kind of do it probably a little bit different than a lot of the guys up there. You know, it, what's good for the clients and for people that aren't real, you know, big musky fishermen, the trolling is obviously the easiest way to help them catch fish um but when you find these pods of fish um especially when you go through and you get ripped like once or twice and you know a hundred yards stretch we'll pull up our lines we'll go right over there and start casting and uh you know, typically within you know 30 40 casts we can we can hook up and do a fish casting well that um, that makes sense so yeah. i in what we I, I don't know i don't know what it is about these green bay fish but it almost seems like they school up and and chase uh, chase bait like a pack of wolves. Well, it, it all sounds sounds like you got some dandies up there too, and you got till what November? What the end of this month? I guess is end, that end of this month? Yep. Have you got it, well, hey, Troy? This you, is John. Hey, John, how are you? I'm good. Uh, do you ever come south? That you ever fish any muskies south of Highway 10? After um, you know, if we get a bug up our butt and we don't have ice. Um, typically, yeah, we'll come down and, you know, we'll come down by you there on Pewaukee or, um, some of those little lakes down by you guys, you know, late season, but man, I sure hope there's ice, uh, before I have to worry about, you know, coming down and doing some musky fishing. Yeah. So, <laughs> Troy, uh, have you got uh, any openings till the end of the year? Or are you still booking? No, I'm, uh, unfortunately I'm, uh, today is really my only day to, uh, go out and I'm going out with my dad, um, that I've got an opening, and then the rest, uh, rest of the season here is full. Wow. Uh, because obviously with deer season coming up, I am going to go sit in a tree and not even think about uh, <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. Well, Troy, thanks for calling. Hey, how can people get in touch with you? Uh, best way to get in touch with me is either uh, through my website or on Facebook. Facebook is um, – if you type in walleye guide, um, I should come up. The Mr. Bluegill thing should come up. Otherwise, uh, mrbluegill.com. All right, mrbluegill.com. Troy, thanks for calling. Hey, thanks, guys. Nice talking with you. Have a good day, guys. All, All right. right. Take, Take care, care you, Troy. All right. After this break, we are going to be playing Horn Schwaggle, brought to you by Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in Maguano. Win a $10 gift certificate by answering two out of three questions that Bushy's going to give you. And uh, we'll see how you do. Good luck to all. First caller at 799-1250 will be the contestant. That's 799-1250 for the Hornschwaggle. Western Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors coming to you live from the Interstate Heating Studios. And uh, do we have Hornswoggle segment right now? Okay. 
All right. Who, who we got a, a lucky contestant on the line? Yeah. Well, who do you got? I forgot. Here. We do. We have Fred and oh, Mequon. Okay. Fred and Mequon. How are you doing, Fred? Good morning, Fred. Good morning, fellas. All right. You know how the horn schwaggle works? Yeah, it's easier sitting on this side listening to it rather than being a contestant. We'll find out, huh? Yeah, yeah, right. Like, now, the, like only, the, the, on the only part that gets confusing is when you uh, are trying to think. Now, hornswoggle or no hornswoggle, which is which? Hornswoggle means I'm BSing you. Yeah. No hornswoggle's truth. You can take a second to think about it. It's kind of like, get, oh, right. get confused with it's it. It's kind of like being on Jeopardy, Fred. Do, 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 it's, do, yeah, it's easier do, do, when you're sitting at home hey, than being maybe, a contestant. Maybe we can get some music uh, back. Oh, for Jeopardy that. music. Do, do, that would be do, good. Do, do, yeah. do. Okay. A break copyright infringement. Yeah. What? Really? Nah, nobody worries about that today. <laughs> Just call me Alex. Yeah. What is it that his name? Alex yeah. Strebeck or Trebek? Trebek. Trebek. Okay. Go ahead, Here we Alex. go. <clears throat> the Sturman, Sturman Ruger Firearm Company was founded by Louis Hickenlooper in February 1939. Hornswoggle or no Hornswoggle? Fred? Yeah, I'm thinking. <laughs> my, my dad had a Luger from World War II. <laughs> okay, so this is Sturman Ruger, which yeah. looks like a Luger. Yeah. Founded by Louis Hickenlooper, 1939. Hornswoggle. It's a horn schwaggle. Very good. Sturman Ruger was founded by Sturman Ruger. <laughs> yeah. Sturman Ruger. A guy named Sturm, a guy named Ruger. Sturm later bit the dust. It's been Ruger ever since. Okay, good job. You're one for two. Okay. One for one. One for one. <laughs> Hold on. I thought, okay, I can't count. Okay, never mind. Here we go. Uh, when preparing your boat for winter, winter which is called winterizing. Uh, it's always a good idea to drain all water from like the live well lines and live well and stuff like that so it doesn't freeze and expand. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? Not hornswoggle. No hornswoggle. All right, we got a winner. All right, that you're a winner. Way. Good job. Thanks for uh, playing there, Fred. We'll put you on hold, and our, our crack producer here he's will. Got, oh, he's already got your address. Uh, he's and got stuff. that stuff. All yeah. right, okay. You know, Fred, Bushy was being quite generous today. He was giving some easy ones out well, there. Well, not always. I mean, uh, my next but, question was going to be the gray squirrel is bigger than the fox squirrel. And that everybody knows that's a horn schwaggle. Well, not everybody. No? Oh. Did well, you know that, Fred? No. No. Well, See? now you do. All right. You learn a lot by listening to us. I'm glad we're helping. All right. Thanks, thanks for listening, thanks Fred. Thanks a lot, Fred. Bye now. All yeah, right. Fred will be getting his $10 gift certificate uh, from Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in McGuanago this week. You'll be getting I that. I had and students any- this week. I had students last week and the week before Ask Me Bush. When are you going to get some more of those? They call them Slim Jims. <laughs> they weren't Slim Jims. They were the jalapeno cheddar hot sticks from Bucky's. Yeah, made with goose meat. Goose meat. Yeah. And I got to keep telling them, listen, man, I'm going to shoot a deer sooner or later. I'm going to try and shoot a deer if I ever can get that stand up. Um, and I and and I can get some of those hot sticks made. Yeah, a lot wh- of people are going to go to Bucky's. Which get- reminds me, Bucky's also does deer processing. A lot of people don't realize that. They don't realize that some butcher shops do do that. And Bucky's is one of the few ones that does John's that. John's the only guy who ever brought one that hadn't even been field dressed. Yeah, it had not even sake. field dressed. <laughs> Just throw it in but, the back and drive it out yeah. there. 
But uh, Where'd you get one of the. T- oh, you did ask the technicians. He asked Rick over at the shop, and Rick said, "You know, no. being as he made him fillet Don Le- Don uh, what's his name Iker. Iker's fish all summer long, <laughs> Don Iker would come swinging by, drop him off, and one of the technicians would have to drop their technician and go out and start filleting fish. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. they didn't even get any of the fillets. No, no." <laughs> <laughs> Screw them. You ain't like, getting any. Wait, did you, you know, there's labor laws about that kind of stuff. You can only clean so many fish yeah. per hour without having to get overtime pay. Yeah. What, what's up? No, we have a caller that wants to know if the uh, the McKinley Marina slips are open. I, I Yeah, they're open. Well, how do you know? I, I'm just telling you, they didn't freeze over yet. Well, you're just, you mean. Uh, the harbor didn't freeze yeah, over. They didn't ask if it fr- froze. They're talking to slips. Don't, do they if they're the open slips to out? fish. Open to fish. Oh, open the fish. That I don't know. That's a good question. Seven nine, someone think... has to know. Someone has to know. 799-1250. Thanks for calling. Keep listening. And 799-1250. Someone give a call and give us a call about the uh, harbor uh, fishing, the McKinley slips. and so forth. The McKinley uh, slips if they're Of course, open. you got the Summerfest grounds area. You got out. Uh, speaking of, that brings up another topic. The DNR is, is cutting not only lake trout, which our f- friend... Captain Jason Woe to talk to us about, you know, that he 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 thought that was a good idea to help the Chinook, you know, the Kings come back. But they're also cutting back substantially on the brown trout, which a lot of people are upset about because the brown trout don't typically have that big of an impact on that forage base. They eat a lot of different things. They hang around harbor areas and they kind of provide a a fishing opportunity for a lot of people that don't have big boats mm-hmm. and can't get out 10 miles out trolling with downriggers for everything else out there. So, um, I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think, I think I'd, I, I'd have to agree with them. I, I, I really don't think they should be cutting back on the brown trout. There is a great resource for people. I'll have to think Especially about people it. fishing from piers and stuff. Plus, my recipes, Tom. That's right. If they cut back on those brown trout, I can't make you those delicious well, with the Pringle, you, barbecue you, Pringle, you brown could, trout You fillet. could use other fish for that, right? I you want, could use a steelhead. I, want, I can't catch steelhead. Oh. <laughs> we'll be right back with more folks of the <laughs> Mid- yeah, Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors coming to you every Saturday from 6 to 8 a.m. Stay tuned for the second hour. We'll be right back. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.